This is the Coach Em Up Podcast, where we talk about real life leadership lessons learned from the field. Each episode, I take one of the truths that I've learned as a high school football coach and from my personal experience on the football field and beyond and explore its application for our daily lives. Welcome to season two, episode one of the Coach Em Up podcast. I'm Greg Williamson. And I'm Diane Tancredi. Wait, what? You're Diane Tancredi? What I happened am. to Kelly? What is going on? Well, let's just say I am the backup quarterback. You're the backup quarterback. This, this season two, episode one. Okay. Well, Diane Tancredi <laughs> is sitting in. We had a little technical glitch uh, when we recorded it the first time. With Kelly uh, and Kelly Ueli, a very busy lady. She's somewhere else in the country uh, right now. <laughs> I think she's in country. And so Diane Tancredi is uh, next one up. And uh, Diane, a little bit for our viewers that, that haven't ever met you before. Diane is uh, my wife and I, her, our assistant for nine years. Nine, it'll be nine years in January. Nine years that, that yes. she has assisted us, which pretty much means she knows all the shades of Greg. <laughs> uh, no question. And she's still working for us. Uh, and, and how many years, Diane, have you, uh, been a member of the church that I lead? Uh, it's actually 24 years. 24 years. Yep. Wow. I walked in in uh, 1999. 1999. And never left. And never <laughs> left. Wow. Well, we're thankful for that. Uh, and Diane has kind of been served in like almost every role there possibly is in yep. the church the last nine years as uh, my assistant. And between her and my wife kind of just keep my life going <laughs> in the right direction. Get me where I'm supposed to be. Tell me where I'm supposed to be, what time I'm supposed to be there. And once again, she's just stepping up, assisting right here uh, because she is an executive assistant uh, on, on the Coach Em Up podcast. And, and Kelly most likely will be back for our next uh, episode. Yes, but please. Uh, <laughs> Diane, welcome and thank you. Thank you. And, uh, what, what team do you root for, Diane? Well, me and my husband, we are Jets fans. What fans? J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Jet fans. Okay. Unfortunately. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Well, that's that's a hard life. Uh, that is a hard yeah, life. Yeah, that's a hard life. Uh, well, it's a Jet and a Met fan on top of that. Ooh, so that's, that's even doubly. That's what we call yeah. a double whammy yeah. right there. Yeah. Unfortunately. So, so sports doesn't bring you a lot of joy. No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. Every but now and then. Every now and then. Yeah, we, every now and know, then. Yeah. We well, you know what? I, I'm glad to hear you're a Jets fan, Diane, because I know there was a time you were a Giants fan, which yes. is repugnant uh, <laughs> to me personally. <laughs> and, and pro football, I'm a Cowboy fan. So yeah, that just never mixed. Uh -huh. And I do remember more than once uh, you being kind of nasty uh, about <laughs> the Giants when they would beat the Jets, beat the Cowboys, well, rather. You know, I was just giving it back to you. Yeah, I'm you always, always give it to me. No, I'm always oh, just very yeah. gracious and kind. <laughs> yeah, sure. <and> Christ-like <laughs> in my fandom. But uh -huh. uh, uh -huh. thank you for being with us today. Yeah, no problem. And uh, as we're starting this season two, episode one here, 
I, I've got a coaching point I'm pretty excited about. I think it's timely. Okay. Uh, and that is, it ain't over till it's over. Hmm. It ain't over till it's over. That, uh, that is very interesting because I, uh, I agree with that. Do you But I'm do? sure that you have more to say about that than I I've got I a little do. something. <laughs> I've got a little something to say about it. Okay. Do you know who originally said that? Uh, I don't know. I think it was Yogi Berra. Okay. Yogi Berra, Hall of Fame catcher for the New York Yankees. Oh. Yeah, the most storied professional franchise uh, in sports. Are they in the playoffs? Okay, oh, we're no. going to move right on. <laughs> Thank you, Diane. <laughs> sure. uh, but we're going to be diving into it ain't over uh, till it's over. Uh -huh. So I've got a couple good stories and some practical illustrations of how this really applies to life uh, where it will really make us all uh, better leaders. Well, that sounds great. Yeah. So we're hoping that you're going to love it as well, of what you're doing here. So please, if you can, follow us on the podcast and share us. And if you want to leave us a comment, email us. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, that'd be great. If you love the podcast, tell people about it. You know, give us a review. If you don't, just keep scrolling. Don't leave anything. Uh, that's the way we like to say that. So you ready for the conversation of the day? I'm ready. Okay. Uh, it ain't over till it's over. Real timely for me personally, because some of our views are probably a lot of our view, our listeners uh, aren't aware that uh, I'm back coaching again uh, at, yes, at the high school, are. the public high school, John Jay High School. That was part of the reason why I asked you how long you've been in the church. So you've been a member. This would be like the second time now that I've been coaching since you were a member, I coached in the early 90s. Uh, same high school, John Jay. That's where I played in a long time ago in the 80s. Mm -hmm. uh, and then right right after I got the job here, um, coming back to my hometown, coached for four years. Then 2005 through 2009 at Jay. And then I went to Lord's High School, Catholic high school in the community, uh, 2010 to 2012. And, and Diane, I think you know, you know, because you know, you know Susie and I real well. Uh, I never thought I'd have the opportunity to go back again yeah. as much as I love coaching um I'd like to say well you probably could speak to it yourself it's coaching football has impacted the way I lead you know that's what this is all about right. it's really the way I lead the church and the staff and 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 all that uh, and through a series of circumstances uh it started with a social media post I agreed to say a pre-game speech for one of the local high schools yeah. and the coach is a member of our church and he got all excited about it, posted a picture of when I coached years ago mm -hmm. and thought it made it clear that I was just doing the speech. Right. But a lot of coaches heard about it and they were like, congratulations. All they got all this attention. And then they started private messaging me like, why didn't you call me? I would have loved to have you come on my staff and mm -hmm. all. And then the John Jay coach, uh, one of the assistants there that I, I've coached with for, for many years, he said, you've always got a spot at John Jay. And I was like, oh, dear. <laughs> and uh, I, got, I got emotional. I, I was reading these and I, I was standing in front of the fireplace. It wasn't lit. It was the summer. Okay. Uh, I was standing in front of the fireplace <laughs> in our home uh, talking to my wife Susie and I. And she said, you know, I think this would be a good time for you to head, you know, to go back. Because yeah. um, I've tried other hobbies and stuff. Nothing has ever really done mm -hmm. that for me and um well, it's therapeutic it. you love it yeah it it, it i feel like part of me that was kind of dead has mm -hmm. kind of come back alive you mm -hmm. know for sure so um 
and you're a big, big part just helping with the staff, you, you know, uh, I don't really leave the office earlier than I used to anyway, but I just go home. You know, now right. I'm going to the pra practice field for two and a half hours. Right. Uh, so my work schedule hadn't changed all that much, but but you're certainly helping an awful lot. And Susie as well, you know, just just keeping things moving forward, mm -hmm. uh, you know, here on staff. So I thought it was over, but it ain't over. It ain't over till it's over. Till it's over. <laughs> yeah. And uh you know, I've heard it put this way before, Diane, that like, uh, if you have a pulse, God's got a plan. Yeah. If you've got a pulse, it doesn't matter how old you are, anything like that. If you have a, and I do, yeah, <laughs> if, if you have a pulse, God's got a plan. And, you know, I, did, I didn't think in my 50s that, that I'd find myself back there, but they have just welcomed me back so much. And, and already just, it's really just been a couple months when you think about it. Uh, I've already been able to make a real impact on the young men there and uh do you know last week in the middle of a game the middle of the game mm -hmm. one of the players came up to me and said coach you are coming back next year Aww. aren't you and I, I was just like that's awesome yes <laughs> now pay attention to the game you know uh just just a lot of moments like that that have already yeah. happened that's so, awesome yeah and the bible in in jeremiah 29 11 actually says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. That's one of my favorite verses. I actually have it tattooed on my foot. Do you really? I do. Would you like to I show do. everyone? No, no I'm not going to make you take your shoe off and show everyone. But, but I remember on Sunday you said that there's something a little bit more to that verse. Yes, there or it is. it continues, I should right. say. It's, uh, you know, every promise in the it's Bible a, has, has a premise. A, then you listen to I, what you know, I say. Every now and then. Yeah, you listen to my pre. <laughs> every promise has a premise. And uh, yeah, a lot of times people just stop there with Jeremiah 29, mm -hmm. 11. It's powerful. Uh, you know, it's okay. It's a period. But the rest, the two verses right after that gives a better context. It says, then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Mm -hmm. So the whole thing about God's plans are he does have plans to prosper every single person, to give us a hope, to give us a future, but he's not going to force those plans on us. Right. Uh, and he's looking for something from us, from you and me. And that is that we pursue him with all of our heart. And when we do pursue him with all of our heart, that's when we fulfill our potential Right. And, and really uh, experience the best that he has mm -hmm. uh, for you and for me. Yeah, so it's very true. A lot more to that verse, really, than, mm -hmm. than most people uh, think about. So, uh, you know, as a Jet fan even, uh, <laughs> I think there was kind of a recent thing here that happened in one of the games. Uh, it did, it that, did. That kind of also say. illustrates it, it ain't, ain't over till it's, it's over. over. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Tell so, us about that, Miss well, Jet fan. Well, you know, they were actually playing the undefeated Eagles on Sunday. And their quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, got hurt first, fourth game of the, yeah, fourth fourth play play of the season. Of the first game of the season. And everybody said for the Jets, it's over. It's over. It's and, over. And, and quite honestly, it looked like it was over. I heard you the say that. The first few games was just, you know, yeah, it, I heard it was you painful say that. Yeah, to watch. It is. Very painful. Yeah. Um, but 
things are starting to turn around a little bit. I mean, really? they gave them some competition when they played the Chiefs. Okay. They lost, but right. mm-hmm. they were still kind of, it was a close game. It wasn't a it's blowout. It's what people call moral victories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People whose teams are not very good, they call those moral victories. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, okay. But anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so they played the Eagles and everybody thought, I mean, this is an undefeated team, you know, right. they're Super Bowl champs. and uh, But believe it or not, the Jets actually won. They beat, they beat them. them. Yeah. They beat them. And didn't it, it came down pretty much to close to the end of the game before yes. it was settled. Yes. Right? Well, they, the Jets intercepted. Right. And they scored a touchdown and then yeah. they weren't able to recover after that. Yeah. So. I have a feeling the Tancredi house was very, very happy. We were very pleased. Did you guys watch the game? <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course we did. Sometimes I, I do. Uh, I, I don't know if Trevor, your husband, has told you. Sometimes I do text him and I'm just like, sorry, man. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's just like. I know. Yeah. I know. I, mean, I, I feel for him whenever I'm watching the Jets. It's very painful. Yeah. It, it can be. It is. But you but know, you know what? Be- what always strikes me about Jet fans and Met fans, they're loyal people. They are. And it's not based on performance. No, it's not. <laughs> I mean, even towards the end of the season with the Mets, that stadium was packed. I'm like, yeah. why are these people going to the stadium yeah. when the game means absolutely nothing? Right. There's something really admirable about that because even the season, it ain't over till it's over. That's right. Yeah. That's right. A lot of truth there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, for our listeners, I, I don't know what... Uh, you know, I, I don't know what situation maybe you're going through right now or as a leader, uh, but I just want to encourage you that it's not over till it's over. Mm-hmm. You know, God can always bring good out of what seems really, really bad. Um, he's the only one that can do that. We can't do that. Uh, oh, but there's always hope. And, uh, you know, it kind of reminds me also of a game that the college. Who do you follow college? I don't follow college. OK, that's regrettable. Uh <laughs> Of course, you know, who, who does your boss follow in college? Uh, the Georgia Bulldogs. The Georgia Bulldogs, yes. <laughs> Trained you well. It only took nine yes. years. And uh, so uh, one of the Georgia Bulldogs rivals is Georgia Tech. They're, they're horrible. We just demolish them. We like hang 60 points on them every year. But, uh, but just recently, you know, depending on when people are listening to the, this episode, uh, they were playing Miami. And Miami, University of Miami, was undefeated at the time. And uh, all they had to do was take a knee. You know, that victory formation at the end of the game. Mm -hmm. All they had to do was take a knee. There was 40 seconds left. Georgia Tech had no timeouts. And and Miami was up uh, 20 to 17. And instead of taking a knee, for some reason, the coach decided to run a play. Hmm. Just a running play. And the running back fumbled. Georgia Tech recovered. They get the ball. They hit a couple of passes. And they end up scoring a touchdown and end up winning 23 to 20. Wow. I mean, the game was over. And literally all they had to do, Miami, just take a knee. That's all you have to do. And they didn't do it. And so, you know, the place erupted. This is a huge moment in the history of Georgia Tech. Wow. Uh, But again, an example, it ain't over till it's over. You see it in sports and you see it also in life. Mm -hmm. And, uh, You know, another thought there, Diane, Moses in the Bible, people always think about Moses as a great leader, you know, and all this. But when he was 40 years old, he was a shepherd. Uh, 
He'd been a prince of Egypt at one point, mm -hmm. and then he realized who he was. He ended up killing an Egyptian. He runs for his life. He's fleeing. He's a shepherd on the back of the desert. And I got to believe at that moment, he's like, my life's over. Yeah. I'm done. And at 40, he still had not accomplished what he would be known for, for, for the ages. Right. Right. You, you know, so it doesn't matter if you're four, if it doesn't matter if you're 20 or 30, 40, 50, 6, 70. Right. It ain't over till it's, till it's over. That's right. If you got a pulse, God's got, got a plan. plan. And uh, I'm just thrilled to be back on the sidelines. It feels like home. And uh, just real excited to bring you some fresh content as yeah. well on the Coach Em Up podcast. This has been a great conversation. Yeah. What do you have um, in mind for next time, Coach? Next time, uh, I want to talk about a question that we would always, we, we try to ask our players, maybe as a whole team, but also as individuals sometimes. Did you get better today? Hmm. Did you get better today? Okay. Because you're either improving and growing right. or you're actually losing ground. It's like that physically. And it's also, it's, it's like that in terms of sports or ability. And it's also like that in terms of spiritual, spiritual growth. Yeah, definitely. Did you get better today? So yeah. we'll drill down deep into that. Uh, I think Coach Kelly will be back, but how about a big hand for Coach Diane uh, there? QB, QB2 just jumping it. in there. There you go. <laughs> and uh, Diane, kind of the way that, that Kelly and I always kind of close this out is I call this coaching point like I'm calling a play in the huddle. Okay. You ready for this? I'm ready. Okay. All right. So here we go. I call it twice and then we'll clap it out. All right. All right. Here we go. It ain't over till it's over. It ain't over till it's over. Ready? ready break. break. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs>